What happened to service standards and communication etiquette? At the risk of sounding like my father, as he extolled the virtues of the good old days, I'm mystified by the rapid deterioration of responsive communication and service urgency. I suspect I've been blessed and cursed to have started my professional career working for companies and leaders who established clear written communication expectations and insisted on reacting to customer needs as if your customers' lives and your income depended upon it. Together, let's take a look at the frightful state of business communication today and explore some tangible action steps to take service communication to the next level. As for focus, let's keep this podcast to a discussion of email. Despite being much maligned, email communication continues to be the lifeblood of most businesses, and principles that apply to it can be applied, at least in part, to text, phone, and even extremely old-fashioned vehicles like letters and handwritten notes. When I write an email from the perspective of a customer, vendor, colleague, or service provider, one of five things are likely to happen. One, I never get a response and wonder if my email was received. Two, I get a response, but only after repeated follow-up emails. Three, I get a response to part of an email, but I'm left wondering if the email was read intently or in a cursory fashion. Four, I get a response telling me that a more detailed response is forthcoming. Or five, I get a thoughtful and helpful response. I'm fine with either of the last two outcomes, but unfortunately, I'm finding, and I assume it's happening to you as well, that the first three realities are occurring with increased frequency. Alas, all too often, it's no response, partial response, or a delayed response after incessant follow-up. It's difficult enough to deal with those realities when I'm a vendor, but when I'm a customer, I start thinking that someone has to want to serve me more. From my vantage point, the first step in combating these trends is to establish within your organization some minimum email response standards. For the Michelli experience, all team members agree to the minimum standard of responding to emails within 24 hours of receipt or the next business day if a weekend. Remember, this is a minimum standard and applies to all inbound emails. The quality of responses can be as simple as, thank you for your email, I'm seeking information to answer your inquiry, and we'll be able to provide you an update by. We've also established separate communication standards for peer-to-peer emails, since failing to be responsive to one another can result in compounded delays for customers. Often we win business because someone on our team was inordinately responsive to a customer, or we retain business because existing customers enjoy consistently timely email follow-ups. These victories are celebrated at the start of our weekly business meetings in the form of peer wow story sharing. It's not unusual to hear one team member celebrate another for the speed and thoroughness with which they responded to their colleague or a customer. We're in the people business, and people need swift communication. So now I'll assume you've crafted written email standards, have leaders coaching their teams to deliver against those standards, address performance issues, and celebrate communication urgency. What else is there to do? How about leading by your own actions and communicating important elements of email effectiveness, also referred to as email etiquette? Here are some of my quick tips. One, provide concise but informative subject lines. Two, use a professional salutation. This is truly a dying convention. Three, be concise. Four, assume the reader's vantage point. Five, 
proofread before clicking send. Okay, I have some work to do with that one. Six, respond to everyone that isn't spam or unwanted solicitations. Seven, go sparingly on humor and abbreviations. Eight, let intense emotions wane before sending an impulsive response. Nine, imagine the email will go viral and edit it accordingly. And 10, add your signature. What would you add to that list? Clearly, the volume of communication we receive today is daunting, but that's no excuse for failing to respond before your customer begins to worry. Worry that you didn't get the message, or worry that you don't care. That said, I'm on the side of Jan Kum, a Ukrainian-American technology innovator responsible for WhatsApp. Jan once said, communication is at the very core of our society. That's what makes us human. So I say, let's be human in our use of a powerful business communication tool, email, and not excuse ourselves for neglecting or ignoring one another. If you'd like to learn more about how to elevate basic service delivery within your organization, or generally want to talk about how you can develop a greater customer experience culture, feel free to send me an email, or better yet, fill out our form on businesssupercharge.com. I look forward to communicating with you soon.